Hey everyone, welcome to the Delta Flyers with Tom and Harry as we journey through episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Your two hosts along this journey are my fellow Trek actor, Mr. Robert Duncan McNeil, and myself, your favorite eternal ensign, Garrett Wong. Remember, you can get the full version of this podcast by signing up to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash the Delta Flyers. Hello, Robbie. Hello, sir. How are Hello. you? Good. You you just came back from a post office trip. I yeah. ran to the post office. Yeah. We had to delay this just a few minutes because I am resupplying my stereo setup. Yes. I found a vintage turntable, a Marantz uh, 6150B, I think is the model number. Is it gold colored? Is it Marantz into no, that like- sort of... Marantz had a little gold flare. I haven't even yeah. opened the box yet. I just oh, got it's back not from e- oh. But it, it's a it's a nice turntable. I've got a Marantz uh, amplifier from the 70s as well. Nice. And some Advent speakers from the yeah. late 70s. So it's a nice yeah. little setup. I like it. Do you have a lot of vinyl? I I, I mean, I don't know how many albums I had, you have. I had lost all my vinyl over the years. I just kind of Lo- you know, lost? given it away or in moves <laughs> oh or in God. life. I, well, I didn't listen to vinyl for a long, long time. Okay. And then a few years ago, about five, six years ago, my father gave me the amplifier as a Christmas Because ah. he, when he was, when my dad was in college, he worked at an electronic store. Oh, wow. And Marantz was the top of the line. He okay, always okay. wanted a Marantz, but he yeah. couldn't. Um, he got a much cheaper one when I was right. a kid. Right. And uh, so he got himself a Marantz finally when he was older and. And then he decided I needed a Marantz and my boys <laughs> needed a Marantz and my nephew needed a Marantz. And so he so found he Marantz. Marantz Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But huh. this is the uh, imp- new and improved turntable. So it's is Marantz an American brand? Or it is it was, it was a California, it was designed and engineered or whatever in California yes. in Oh, I want to say Moore Park or somewhere. It was out oh, in the Oh my valley. goodness! Okay, so this is Southern California, Los Angeles yeah. area. Yeah, and I maybe Marantz is the name of the guy who invented. I who can't remember it? that. That's an interesting question. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, but I do know because when I was shopping around for some of these, I noticed that it, it did say Marantz from California. Mm. You know, interesting. But I don't know where they manufactured it. If they manufactured it in in the valley, or if they manufactured out of the country or I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, high end, you know, or vintage kind of turntable stuff is it's pretty interesting to have that stuff now. Yeah. You know, the new generation, they, they don't really listen to vinyl. So no. everything's no. digital these days. Um, we just got back from Confederation Park. We had a nice little walk around the park, kind of a Pokemon Go event day. And I, I had stopped playing Pokemon about two years ago. And then, yeah, Megan's still into it. So she got me back into it now. So I'm I'm starting to play a little bit more Pokemon, catch some more Pokemon. So nice. Yeah, it was fun. fun what was not outside. fun? Yeah, what was not yeah. fun was that I think I was lapped by a group of grandmothers. There was in terms of they <laughs> they, they were That's walking funny. so briskly. And we had I had to move out of the way <laughs> so they could walk past me the one time and they lapped me. Like they walked the <laughs> The park twice before I could even but walk. They weren't once. distracted by trying to catch. Pokemon. They weren't kids trying to catch Pokemon, but they were on a power walk, and all these were octogenarians. I'm pretty sure, and I was yeah. very surprised with that pace, and um, also slightly 
embarrassed and Megan was laughing and she goes, you should tell Robbie that you got lapped by the, uh, by the gray That's crew, funny. by the silver, silver gang. So, yeah. That's funny. This morning, Rebecca and I took a hike up our trail. We do about four or five miles yeah. of a hike every, just about every morning. Right. We're coming back down. We ran into a neighbor who's an older, I don't know, 70, yeah, maybe, 70, 80s ish, mm. not eighties, but this woman is like 70 and she's on her mountain bike coming up the hill and she stops to chat with us. And she said, Oh yeah, my husband and I already went out and did our walk this morning and I'm just uh, doing another, she'd already done a walk. This is is her second thing. This is her second thing. It's like eight in the morning, (laughs) nine in the morning. And she's out climbing the mountain on her mountain bike. Oh my gosh. Where was hubby? We were both, he already did his mountain bike before their hike. So he did his mountain bike, then a hike. Now she did the hike and she's doing a mountain now bike. She mountain so it's bike. kind of like you getting lapped. I feel yes. like we both were put to shame. We were by much older people today. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. No. All right. So we'll be watching Equinox part two today. So finally we get to see the ending and remember what, what did we leave it off with? The last thing we were, oh. we, we saw there's the, a fissure opening and, fissure a, opened, and a life and form life coming form, right at right. Janeway. So what we do not know is does Janeway get mummified or not? Does she get the mummification oh, treatment? So this is scary. Yes, it's very so scary because it looks yes. like she was looking the other way when that thing was coming right at her. Chicote, her true love was yelling, Captain, yes. Captain. That's that sounds like him. Captain. Yeah, that's pretty good. good. I can yeah. oh, I can imitate. The <laughs> only thing that it's tough to imitate Beltran. The the thing that I always would go to was that one line in the episode when he goes, any luck yet to fuck? Any luck yet, Tuvok? <laughs> and so yes. any luck yet, Tuvok would get me into it. But I couldn't say anything else in the in the Chicote voice. But yeah. yelling, Captain, is I can get closer. Yeah, to that's voice, good. Actually. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you should be working on some of your impersonations. I, I think know you, I should. Yeah. I should. Okay. Oh, and also that actor who I was wondering what he looked like—the guy that gets up and he's all kind of disoriented. Yes. He's firing yes. at Neelix. Sean yes. Whalen, Sean Whalen, the actor. Oh. I don't know if you if you're familiar with his work, but a little bit, yeah. The way his hair Looks is like and everything, yeah. yeah. Same, same. Okay, look. okay. There you go. All yeah, right, good call. Okay, you ready? Let's go watch it. Go watch it. Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for your bonus material. Robbie and I are back from watching Equinox Part Two. Boy, that was a action packed. Ending, it was dense. Very it dense. Was, there was so much happening <laughs> in terms of like the the battle logic. Yeah, whose side was who on? Oh with my all the switcheroos and the Janeway's descent into darkness. Oh my goodness! And then the other thing that surprised me is that they let David do both back to back. I know. I and wonder why, why I, did that happen, Robbie? I mean, it, I don't... this was a season opener, right? Did they shoot? Part one at the end of a season and part two at the beginning? I don't think so. I feel like they were shot. Back to back is what you're thinking. Yeah, back to back, even though they they were aired. But if they separated them, that would give him time to do to do prep for the second. Or he just prepped both of them as like a two-hour movie. Probably that's what happened. Because I don't think they would have gotten these actors to hold over a hiatus. Yeah. Till we came back, you know, the guest Yeah, that's true. Okay, so basically, this was filmed at the end of season five, and uh, as what both parts, and they just aired. And then they split it into two. two. Part two is the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think that you know, spoiler alert, you know, at the end, 
there's a lot of weighty, very heavy stuff with Janeway. Oh, very much so. This sense of very like, so. I've gone to a very dark place and they probably I, didn't want to go out of, maybe they shot them as a two-parter finale, but then went, oh, we don't want to finish our season. <laughs> Like, like on this, this yeah, on this dark note. note. So we'll if, but if we make gonna, it a two, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe. I totally know what you mean. I, yeah, maybe they after they saw the the dailies, they're like, wow, that's where this is going. Let's uh, let's yeah, let's make let's this not. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it a two parter because at least the cliffhanger feels yeah like a cliffhanger, and then we yeah. come back. But I was just thinking, like that's a tough way to start a season too. Oh, totally. Definitely. You know, definitely. It's, it's, uh, it's a drain, man. After you watch this, your, your yeah. whole soul feels like it's been stepped on in a way, you know, it's just yeah. like, oh my goodness. And so much of that comes from like the divisions that happen in relationships that you think are strong, whether yes. it's our guest art division, you know, the mutiny there, or the, yeah. you know, the Janeway Chakotay thing, yeah. the doctor behaving in really ways that we've never seen him behave. No, before. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. A lot of stuff. And, and then just Janeway, like throwing everything out. Like this is her Moby Dick moment. This is, I'm going to yeah. get this guy. This is like, she feels this righteous, you know, kind yeah. of. She turned into the uh, alien captain who was dealing with the pitcher plant. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, let's do our let's do our haiku in limerick for this part let's two. Let's do. Let's okay. do. Let's, let's have just a little get right into this. Let's have a little levity. Artsy, yeah. levity <laughs> with our fancy poetic synopses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here's my haiku for Equinox Part Two. Yes, sir. Janeway doesn't die. She is obsessed with ransom. One last ocean view oh nice <laughs> nice um, okay let's hear the limerick okay our limerick and by the way i want to say i thought this was all going to be about the love triangle part two the love triangle with it <laughs> with burke with burke and balana and i'm very disappointed i really thought this was going to okay. all cover that but anyway yes. here's our limerick okay yeah. Janeway's anger with Equinox was really obsessive. Letting aliens torture someone was definitely excessive. JC have a really big fight. Ransom finally comes to the light. But ex-boyfriends are what make this episode extra depressive. <laughs> you didn't, not depressing, had, but depressive to match yeah, the other rhyme. I, I just had to I throw a it. shot at Burke there. I, I, trying to come after my lady. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This episode was written by, as we talked about before, Brandon and Joe. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Braga, Joe Minoski. Story mm. was by Rick Berman, Brandon mm. and Joe. Yeah. Directed by Liv David Livingston, we said. Mm -hmm. yeah. All of our guest cast was the same, except we didn't have Naomi Wildman. No. And we added. We added the Ankari captain. The Ankari okay. captain. His right. name. The yeah, actor's name, name is Eric Steinberg is his name. What? His Eric Steinberg. Do you know him? Eric Steinberg. Yes. He was, he was under all of that makeup. I did not know that was him. Eric Steinberg. His very first job was in a martial arts independent film in 1993 called Rage of Vengeance. Okay. So you do not remember Eric Steinberg then, do you? No. Who's Eric Steinberg? Eric Steinberg initially, you know, I had six auditions, right? So the sixth audition was between somebody who was basically 30s and older Ensign Kim and then myself. 
So Eric Steinberg was the final, final person left no. between. Yes, it was him or me to be Ensign Harry Kim. And I talked about this before, but you're probably not going to be. I didn't remember, to remember the, the name. name. Yeah, but that's it's Eric. And part of the reasoning why I got the role was because I evidently look more Asian than Eric, who's half Korean and half Jewish. So because he's not 100% Asian, I think that's this, what kind of, that's him. That, that's yeah. Eric Steinberg. That's Eric. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he was also utilized because Berman, Berman, like, you ahead. would never know because he was under so much. Yeah, makeup. No clue, but you do see him in first contact. He's one of the first people to be sort of like uh, the first Starfleet people to be um, uh, killed by the alien, you know, whoever the bad guys are in that in that mm -hmm. film. So he's oh, in there as a human. Wow. So he's not in prosthetics. And clearly Berman took a liking to him because now he's you know, he's he was in first contact. He was in, in this episode. I had no idea that was him in this episode. I'm Who, you'd, to... you'd never know. Oh my gosh. You know what? Eric, I, need to, I need to reach out to Eric. I really do. Eric was to... born in Washington, D.C. His yeah. first job was 93 in uh, the martial the arts thing. Martial yeah. arts film, Rage of Vengeance. Yeah. And then he, uh, I guess he did Babylon 5. Yeah, he's done. He's, 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 he's done got a bunch of sci-fi. Yeah, his resume is long. He's done a lot. Wow. Mm. Well, that's Eric. Wow. Our Ankari captain. Thank you for bringing up that little you factoid. I'm excited. You are welcome. So at the very beginning of this episode, we have a recap of episode one. Just yep. shows all the all the bullet points of episode one. And then we begin yeah. with that scene on the bridge. And yep. Janeway gets knocked down as well as Chakotay after he yells, Captain! He also gets knocked down by an alien. But why aren't they completely mummified? I don't know. I I feel like she just gets grazed by them or something. Oh, the radiation. I, I don't. I, okay. Let's I have a at, I have a few come ons in this episode. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> okay. Right. So this but is you, our first. You do come agree on. with me, right? Because yes. on the Equinox Bridge, when those crew members were touched, like I mean, a millisecond by the alien, they were they completely mummified. mummified. They were dead. They were complete. They were done. But so this our is bridge thermionic radiation is what they're dying from, from right. these yes. nucleogenic life forms. Yeah. So this thermionic radiation should, if you're in contact with it, even a little bit should kill you. You're right. I, so, it's just weird. It just made no sense. But I will say throughout the episode. Now let's think through the episode. Not everybody died. Like, remember in the sick bay, there were people laying on the floor right. who were injured. That's our ship. Everyone on the Equinox who came into contact with one of those aliens didn't make it pretty yeah. much. Everything that, at least what we saw. So maybe yeah. there were some others in sick bay, in their sick bay. But it still, it's, it, it seemed a little inconsistent for me. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. You know, I don't know about this. So that was my first. Mm. I did notice. You know, when Janeway's standing and the thing goes at her, she has no, she's obviously not injured. Yeah. And then when she falls down, we cut to an angle that's a close up where you see immediately yeah, this, a little bit of a something going on radiation mm -hmm. burn or whatever it was. So that was obviously applied. Uh, those were shot at different times because Correct. she had to go in and get her makeup on and all yeah. that. Yeah. I also noticed as they're attacking that Tom Paris uh, is hiding behind the con firing. <laughs> He's holding on to it for dear life. A, why is he such a scaredy cat? And B, who's flying the ship now? He got up from his chair, you, you goes and hides behind the con, shooting. <laughs> and then he goes over to help. Paris Listen. goes over to help Chakotay, calls the doctor. Yeah. And 
still who's flying the ship clearly you put it on autopilot it's Dude. very very clear to me yeah okay. <laughs> that's that's the only way you can validate that you're right like nobody's flying it any longer yeah um so after janeway gets up from being hit by the alien she's she seems pretty good she's not too bad uh, yeah. She says, let me uh, let's let's have a deflector pulse to reinforce these shields. Harry says, no, Harry gives the casualty count. There are two dead and 13 wounded. Mm -hmm. And Equinox has gone to warp. So they're gone. They've left us to deal with this mess. And and this is the great scene on the Equinox bridge. Lessing is sitting there saying, oh, it looks like uh, Voyager is under attack. And the close up is on Ransom's face, who thinks for a millisecond. And then immediately he says, maintain course. Like he's like, oh, we're not going to help him. See ya. He's gone. Uh, and he's obsessed with getting his crew home. So that's yeah. his obsession. And it's just, it's a, I don't know. It just, to me, I'm still bugged by the fact that Janeway and Chakotay just had that little boop and that was it. Yeah. Also, uh, when Chakotay's injured and Paris calls to sick bay, there's no response from the doctor. So we did oh, touch right. on that, yep. right? Mm -hmm, the, the doctor mm -hmm. who was yep. uh, downloaded onto the other ship. Right. And then we find out later in the next scene, um, it's it starts, oh, it starts in the turbo lift, right? And it's a cool wide angle shot of Janeway walking out with a phaser rifle flanked by two armed crewmen. She comes looking around like the corner. Looking like the Terminator or yes, something. Looking like very, the Terminator. Very cool She's shot. Very cool. She walks finds around the dead alien. Yeah. yeah, finds this dead alien. Now, did you think that was practical or VFX? I think that was a VFX on the floor. You think it was? Yeah. I don't think they would have made a giant practical alien to too lay expensive. on the floor. Too expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely the ones I in agree. the air moving around are VFX. But I agree when because I saw if you that look one at on the, the floor, I was like, yeah. is that real? I couldn't tell. Yeah, when you look, also look at the eye line for, for Neelix. Like he's looking a little differently from, at, towards the end from where the alien uh, actually was. So then that would make even more sense that it was that would uh, totally, via, yeah, VFX. Yeah. But this, um, this alien, like what does it look like to you? This a tadpole, a giant tadpole. That's <laughs> I what I wrote say, down. They look like giant tadpoles, like with piranha, five, with a piranha mouth, with though. a piranha mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A giant tadpole. Okay. Neelix shows up and says that uh, he's found the doctor's mobile emitter on deck nine, and hands it to Janeway and says, "You should probably take this back to sick bay." And she right. does. Right. Um, now Tom is there. Because now we have no doctor and we yeah. have no pilot. We just have Tom as the Tom standing by somebody and by uh, doctor yeah. with with a crewman, and yeah. they raise the 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 uh, blanket over. Yeah, the he just dies, or he's just been, died. Yeah, and there's um a bunch of crewmen on the floor, yes, laying on the floor who've been injured with blankets yeah. on them. Yeah. And I thought, why would you put blanket? Like uh, blankets are weird. Yeah. Like what how does that help treat them? It just covers them up it, more so you can't see if there's more <laughs> radiation burns. It's I I just thought that blankets are were, were weird, but I think they did that to give the idea of they also were injured because if you have a bunch of crewmen laying down on the floor with no blankets, it looks like everyone's engaged in nap time or something. Did like, we have we never had any like like portable beds for you know like no cots or, no no well, we, we did, did we have we had yes we've had cots before like, why didn't they put them where in are the cots? dead gum cots yeah we needed those cots i'm sure they're those cots are somewhere neelix knows where by the way at. where does the name cot come from <laughs> i've never thought about it but it just now that we've said the word cot a bunch of times cots, yeah. it starts to cot. sound like a weird word you know when it, you repeat it, it a is, word too many right. times 
You're right. It loses its meaning and it You're just right. sounds like weird sound. And it's funny what, you mentioned that. There's another hot. word later that comes up that I also had the same thought about. I'll bring oh, it up when we get there. A so. weird word. Yeah. Okay. This word. is the weird word episode. Okay. <laughs> anyway, dead crewman uh, in the bed, yeah. injured people on the floor. Chakotay gets the fancy bed. I guess he, he gets, the, well, he's the commander. He gets guess the so. clamshell. Okay. He's extra special. Yeah. But if he was a man of the people, he would have laid in a cot or on the floor. Or on the floor. I'm just <laughs> with a blanket. Yeah. Um, but he got the fancy bed. Okay. Mr. He did. Chicote. Yeah. And you go over and you administer a hypo spray. You give him a hypo spray. I do. Janeway yeah. comes in. She yeah. reactivates the doctor. Yes. Um, and here's where I went. Wait a minute. She reactivated. So the mobile emitter was on the ground and she went over and she reactivated. She stuck the mobile emitter on a console and hit a few buttons and reactivated the EMH. That's what happened. So I, here's the thing. Okay. Yeah, there's a disconnect for you, isn't there? There's a what disconnect. What is it? So if the doctor is one program. Yes. Not right. And we're going to get to the copy of the doctor later on. But anyway, yeah. if he's a program. Yes. Does he have to get completely downloaded into the mobile emitter every time he goes away? So let me keep talking. <sighs> yeah. So if, if, if it's one program that gets downloaded in the mobile emitter, yeah. That means every time he's off the ship with a mobile emitter, we don't have a doctor on the ship. We can't activate. Correct. That's right. Okay. That's, that's right. true. Yeah. Let's keep, let's follow, let's follow yeah, the I'm mobile emitter that. for a minute. Yeah. Okay. So now he's in the mobile emitter. He goes over his program's there. He's being projected by a mobile emitter. There's no other doctor on the ship. Right. He goes to the alien ship and the guy just takes a pad and hits the mobile emitter and it falls to the ground. So right. where did the doctor suck back into the mobile emitter yes okay now he's in the mobile emitter on the, with a bad doctor yeah bad doctor then downloads him into their computer correct and puts the mobile emitter on puts him put, bad doctor goes into the mobile emitter correct right? and our doctor goes into their database basically yeah. right mm -hmm. so now Yes. Now later on, so now we've got Bad Doctor over on our ship with a yeah. mobile emitter, yeah, which he tricked everybody by falling down. Right? He he he. Well, he yeah, he just he just he tapped something and he and he just goes back into the emitter back, and it falls. So now Bad yes. Doctor's in the mobile emitter. Correct. Good Doctor's over on the bad ship. Right. That is correct. Okay. That is correct. Now when they reactivate, so she reactivates the Doctor out of the mobile emitter. Now we've got Bad Doc on there. I I didn't think the mobile emitter. It was an emitter. It's not a mobile computer. It's a mobile emitter. It's a it's a hologram emitter. So I thought it, the mobile emitter was always tied into the mainframe of us. Yeah. The doctor was always back there, just being emitted. Right. I didn't know he was. Yeah. In so this it, okay. So what you're basically what you're saying is the minute bad doctor slaps that pad onto his mobile emitter. He should have went back into our database immediately. That's what I would yeah, say. Yeah. Like, that's okay. an emitter. It's not like a yes. Yes. It's not a main. It's not a storage device. No. It's not a. It's yeah. Exactly. Okay. I yeah. I just felt like there was a lot of uh, you know loose and and freewheeling with the doctor's yeah technical uh, you know how that works. Yeah, you're right. It's a little. It's a little loosey goosey. And mm. and his ethical subroutines, like oh, we could just do that. What? Yeah. yeah. That seems like a big problem that should have come up long ago if people yeah. knew they could do that. 
Anyway, yeah. let's not get stuck in the doctor. Uh, Janeway does reactivate who she thinks is the doctor. Uh, and we think it's the doctor. We do too. Point. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody thinks it is. Yeah. And he says he was taken hostage by the Equinox crew and he deactivated himself to escape. And, uh, you know, everyone believes it immediately. Uh, Janeway uh, basically tells Chakotay that Harry has been analyzing the sound that we hear when the fissures are opening up. And Harry thinks it's some form of communication. And Janeway wants to find the Equinox. And Chakotay wants to stop the attacks. And so this is the beginning of the, the battle between our commander and our captain in terms of what is the priority for Voyager at this point. And at that point, the alien sound does start up and everyone's a little bit nervous. Do you have well, any Chakotay other- says in the scene, he goes, he goes, I think it's their way of communicating. Right. And he says, I want to figure out how to communicate. He or no, he, he doesn't say that. He she says Harry thinks it's is uh, some uh, form. That's right. Of Harry thinks yeah. it's their way of communicating. He's analyzing it, and then Chakotay says, "Well, you know, I once figured out how to communicate with a Torellian sea pod." Yes, he does say that. He goes, "It can't be much harder than that." <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Well, yeah. Since these are just tadpoles, a tadpole, a sea pod, you know, pretty, maybe pretty similar. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. All right. Um, so we hear the sounds again, yep. and then we go to this weird ocean POV. Yes, the seaside POV, the waves, just, everything. Yeah, yeah. just it's, kind of panning. The camera sort of pans across this Malibu <laughs> beach. Scene. Well, not Malibu. That water is definitely Caribbean or somewhere else. Like I would, or Mexico. I wouldn't put that as Malibu. I think it's they too, just color turquoise blue. You th- oh, they okay. went, yeah, they went really? out to Malibu, and then they just color timed. All they did do is vis effects. Oh, and yeah. they can make it more turquoisey, and that's well, it. it has to be Malibu or somewhere like that because Seven shows up later on. So Jerry Ryan had to physically be there. They didn't send that's her true. down. They didn't the go Caribbean. down to the Bahamas. Okay, yeah, All I right. think that was uh, it was just Malibu. It's uh, yeah, off of the the California coastline is what it was. Yeah, so. okay, but but we hear uh, we hear uh, you know uh, someone calling in his room his eyes yeah. open and we realize he's got this synaptic stimulator on and he yeah. pulls it off his neck this thing it's basically mm. yeah it's like an oculus he basically pulls the oculus off his neck yeah <laughs> he's been looking at a beautiful scene yeah and uh burke brings seven into his quarters yes and and ransom basically says hey you know stick stay here with us you can yeah. use this thing i was i was looking at the beautiful ocean you can take a vacation on the beach so this is where she knows what this is. So later yeah. on, you know, I guess that's the connection of her being there that somehow right. in his mind, he's connecting this. I don't know. Something or like d- that. Or did she get into the synapse? You see, that's a, it's a little foggy because it seems like she somehow accessed it, you know, yeah. if you want to look yeah. at it from that angle. Um, but he does give her two choices. You can stay in the brig or you can join yep. this crew. You, you know, that's you can. And she's immediately she doesn't even think about it. She's just like, no, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and join the brig <laughs> instead of this crew. That's where you're going to yeah. put me. Ransom orders Burke to go take care of her wound and does some really weird hand gesture across her. Yes, face. Yeah. I wrote that down, too. He <laughs> gestures like, to her wound and have this looked at yeah. or something. I, I, it was it was very bizarre. I was like, what is happening here? But, you know, <laughs> it was creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Creepy we is go- a good way. 
we go out to space. There's a Equinox flyby here. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go into their sick bay. Yes, lab, that's what I wrote. I said Equinox sick bay. Let's go yeah. with that. Burke scan seven, and he tries to have a little bit of witty banter with her. He's so Sick. funny, the ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he knew you would say something about this. He says, uh, yes, it looks like we're going to have to amputate it. Yeah. And she doesn't <laughs> respond. He goes, oh, come on. It was a joke. She's like, no, your sense of humor is crude. And I wrote down, Paris would agree. Yeah. sense of humor <laughs> is crude. crude. He's a crude man. And by the way, there was an extra there that was part of their crew, who I feel like we used in Voyager like, oh, I've seen him. Really? Yeah, one of the in the background when she's like, being how scanned? can he be uh, on, <laughs> on our ship <laughs> and on the Equinox? It doesn't make sense, but but they had the uniform fit for him. So, I oh wow, that. good uh, good catch. I did not notice that at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, so while you know, after after Seven shuts down Burke, yeah. which you're so happy about, yes. he taps a few controls and he notices that their EMH has left them with a little present, which is our EMH, and so he activates him. And now we have our doctor noticing exactly what the situation is. And he says, go ahead, treat, treat, uh, treat seven, treat your, your crew member. And he's still good doctor, by the way. He's yeah, still he's good, good doctor. Yeah, he hasn't still good doctor. It. He's like, they're both stuck there. They realize they're stuck together. Mm-hmm. And next we go to the engine room, I think. Yes. It's Equinox engineering room. And again, this is, this, this is so freaky because Gilmore she says, she says, Marla to bridge. We're ready. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, she's using her first name. When but they she's- talked about that in the other episode. Everybody, everybody's using their first names. Yeah, I know. We talked about they, they, how they've been using first names before, but that's usually face to face. Like once you're in the ship and you're in the midst of battle or whatever, I, I, was, I would assume that they'd fall back into military sort of, you know. Um, yeah, you would think. Yeah, you'd think, but it's like. It's hey, it's Becky to the bridge. Uh, we're all ready. It's like a little. Uh, it just pulled me out a little bit. That's all. But they do say uh, they're ready to activate the enhanced warp drive mm-hmm. and uh, using these aliens as fuel. Yeah. Twenty isograms so- of the compound. The compound. Yeah. yeah. Dead alien is what it is. They should have said that. Twenty isograms of the day dead alien, please. Uh, but you know, it's it's just absolutely horrifying that they're doing this yeah but it look it's looking good for them they're just about to hit this enhanced warp drive Mm -hmm. when the ship shutters and nothing happens they realize that power relays are offline that they've been encoded with some kind of something code encryption code yes Mm -hmm. ransom realize back on the bridge he realizes it, it's got to be seven of nine. She's yeah. the one that did this. Yeah. So right. we go to sick bay and ransom comes in and he's like, I want these codes. She refuses. Yeah. And then they say, uh, Oh, well you can just get the codes out of her. She's bored. You can just, you know, uh, extract them, extract the codes and the doctor, good doctor still. Yeah. He says, Nope, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. He says and that so, seven's cranial infrastructure is highly complex. So, you know, good luck trying to figure out what she even had for breakfast. Like it'll take forever. Mm-hmm. And then the Burke, uh, the Burke, <laughs> I just called him the, the Burke. Burke. And the Burke, him the Burke, yeah, the Burke, he's the Burke. <laughs> he asked the doctor to extract this information and the doctor refuses and Burke threatens to delete his program. And the doc, 
goes mano a mano and says, go ahead, go right ahead. And then seven sort of like, no, no, calm down. And the doctor says, no, they're not going to delete my program. I'm too important. They, they need me. And basically they just going back and forth, back and forth. But before the doctor can say another word, Ransom has removed his ethical subroutines. And at this point it, he goes from good doctor, good doctor. to creepy He's just like the creeper on the other on the, the other, other side. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And he, in a very, very non-threatening voice, the doctor says that she will resist and I will have to restrain her. And it's just, it's so creepy. So yeah. he takes Seven away to start beginning this extraction. And Seven's totally just, she's confused and she's also scared. I, I don't know about scared, but she's not excited about what's about to happen. No, no, I'm sure. yeah. no. The next thing is a, a Voyager flyby in space. So we're yeah. going back over to Voyager and Janeway's reading Chakotay's translated message that he's going to send. Yes. I left with, she says, well, it's not exactly Shakespeare. Shakespeare. It'll, it'll do. <laughs> yeah. So she hands this, uh, they hand the pad or whatever they, is it a pad that they're holding with the, tr- yeah, with it looks the message? Like a pad. Yeah, yeah, something like that over to Harry. And so Chicote says, uh, why don't we just lower weapons? And Janeway says, no, we need to draw weapons. They lower the shields and one alien comes out of the fissure. And instead of heading to the f- closest person, which would be Tom, but are you even on the bridge at this point? Are you oh, here? Yeah, I'm down there? Yeah. yeah. So it, it should go to you because you're right there, but it goes to Harry instead. I think because you sent the message, maybe. Oh, that makes more sense. Yes. Because they okay. handed you the pad. Right, it came right. from your station. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. they knew that somehow. Yes. And it comes right up to Harry. It comes right it, up to your face. Oh I my thought, gosh. I thought you guys were going to have a romantic moment of some kind. Did you there? think that it would be tadpole love at that point? I thought it might be. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, clearly Harry is the tadpole whisperer because yes. he doesn't mummify Harry and it turns around and just shoots back into that little fissure. And unfortunately there is no response from the aliens. The message, there's another shake ship shake because they're still trying to get in. And Janeway's like, well, I guess that didn't work. So she orders another deflector pulse, which kind of holds them off for a second. And mm-hmm. Chicote says, look, you know, give me another shot at this message thing. I think we can try to alter the message a little bit. And Janeway disagrees. She goes, listen, you know, <laughs> we don't have time for that. She says, stop tinkering with adverbs. I love that line, though. It was a really well, I just think that that was really cool. I was like, whoa, part. she's yeah. getting harsh. <laughs> she is very harsh. Yeah. She, yeah. She goes in the ready room here. He follows her in mm-hmm. and he says, hey, you think maybe uh, you're holding a grudge here? Yeah. She basically says, yeah, I am. I'm angry because he abandoned everything that Starfleet stands for. Oh, yeah. And she says, I'm going to hunt him down no matter what. Yeah. All right, Captain Ahab Janeway. Yeah. Hunt him down. They're not being very JC lovey. No. There's not a lot of JC love going on. This could be the end of it right here. Oh, my goodness. It's painful watching this. Um, So now we have an exterior space shot of Equinox in orbit of some random planet. So now we're thinking, where the heck are they? We jump over to the Equinox Bridge and Burke uh, asks Ransom why he's brought them there. And he says, look, this planet has a pathogenic atmosphere. It's going to keep us from being detected so that we can make repairs. Lessing also chimes in and says, hey, I've discovered some deuterium deposits on the planet. So Ransom orders Noah Lessing to take an away team down to the planet to harvest some of this deuterium. Then we go to the uh, sick bay of Equinox Mm -hmm. and we see the doctor singing. And my first thought was, I bet 
Bob pitched this. Do you think so? I don't really? know why. I don't, maybe, okay. maybe not. So uh, right. the song went a little something like this. Yeah. The ocular nodes connected to the sensory node. The sensory nodes connected to the cortical node. The cortical nodes connected to the reticular node. And then, then seven says something. Yeah. But I was like, but then later on, there is some singing. So maybe not. Maybe he yeah. didn't pitch it. But at, when did. I first saw it, I was like, oh, I bet he pitched this. That yeah. sounds like something he would do. But I got to say, that's just so creepy, the, how that scene yes. started up. Just hearing him sing that. It's just like a little nursery song. Yeah, while he's into doing this, brain surgery uh, on her. Painful uh, brain painful surgery extraction. to turn her into a vegetable. Yeah, she's going to be a she's going to be a carrot. And he's and he's he says like don't be so gloomy why are you so sad we're gonna see Earth yeah and and then she says if you let me I'll I'll restore your ethical subroutines he's like nope I yeah. don't need your help ransom yeah. comes in then yeah mm-hmm. um and the doctor even though it's the good doctor he's lost his eth- ethical subroutines so mm. he's like the altered doctor yeah ransom comes in though and and the doctor says you know she's gonna be severely damaged after I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, he and says. Then, <laughs> wait, he yeah. says her higher brain functions, which control language, cognitive skills. So basically, just moving and talking will she's be severely be damaged. She's, she's yeah, not good, not good. But Ransom is very. You can tell he's very troubled by this. Yeah, and he's, he's struggling. He says, it. yeah, and he says to her, "Please give me the codes. Like yeah. we don't have to do this." Mm-hmm. And and he says, "You don't understand." I. I had no choice. Yeah. And seven sort of calls him on there. She's like, yeah. Oh, you say that a lot. You have no choice. <laughs> you said that things were so bad, you know. So your your story is things were so bad mm-hmm. that this was the only option you had. And she goes, Does that logic comfort you? Which I thought was, whoa. <laughs> she really, because this is important the scene, because it's the it beginnings is. of him really. The potential for guilt and responsibility was there, but this is the scene that really, I think, turns yeah. in. Now he's facing it. He's facing it. He's really, it. really thinking about it. Exactly. And and for Seven to even come up with that, it, it just, it's so, it gets so deep at this point, you know? Yeah. And you're just thinking, yeah. oh my goodness. But yep. she refuses. She goes, nope, not going to do yep. it. So he leaves and the doctor goes back to work singing his, as he yeah, goes. Spooky singing. Spooky mm-hmm. singing continues. We have a captain's log supplemental. We and do. she's, yeah, Janeway says the warp drive is back online, but sensor sweeps have failed to locate the Equinox. We can't find them. Okay, so we're back in the captain's ready room on Voyager. Chakotay mm-hmm. enters. He has submitted his recommendation in writing, which is extremely rare. Janeway even says that. You never do this. Yes. And he basically says, well, you know, you weren't really up to listening to what I was saying before, so I'm going to submit it in writing. And he says that we need to be able to find the Ankari, the race that gave the Equinox crew this summoning device, which brought the aliens, uh, you know, brought the aliens from their realm to our realm. And he says that maybe if we can find the Ankari, they will be able to communicate with these aliens and they can tell these aliens to please just call off these attacks and explain everything and, you know, set the record straight. And Janeway uh, basically says, uh, you know, um, that's She's not like, going to be... take us 50 years off our, our course, 50 <laughs> yeah. light years, sorry, yeah. off our course. Yeah. No, absolutely no. not. Mm-mm. And uh, no. she's, but she says she studied Ransom's service record. Right. And right. The, the, she found that he has a tendency to hide. That's right. 
when he's being pursued. And she goes mm-hmm. through a couple of stories about how he used sort of hiding as a strategy. Yeah. So she says, um, you know, Chicote, you need to go to astrometrics and find the likely hiding places. You know, if there's planets or nebulas, do big, do a big. Yeah, basically, scan. where would you hide if you were yeah. being pursued? And she basically negates the entire recommendation to find the Ankari. She's like, no, so, nope, yeah. So not again, Chicote's trying to find like a strategic, peaceful solution. She yeah. just wants to no. find. She's obsessed. No, completely, completely. We have a cool space shot. Do, do you remember the space, uh, the the equinox going over the planet, and it was like overhead it was oh, a really yeah. cool really shot. nice yeah yeah flying over the planet which we don't normally see that angle no. on our show from any ships but i thought you're that right was cool. yeah, i agree i we agree go we go inside ransom's quarters again mm-hmm. he puts on this synaptics uh simulator and it's an oculus i just want to be clear <laughs> he put on an oculus okay uh this time he's looking out of the ocean and there's a blonde woman yeah facing away from us we don't know who it is but there's a woman standing there yeah Far away, so you can't tell who it is. I thought maybe it was Gilmore or something. I was like, Really? I knew it was seven immediately. Did you really think it was? Oh, no. I did not. No, I did not know it was seven. You thought it was Marla? Okay. I don't know. I was so, it was small. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, We go to the engine room on the Equinox. Oh, it's not the engine room. They actually go. Okay. So what happens is after he sees the woman in the dress, he kind of freaks out. So he takes off the synaptic simulator and yes. he exits uh, he exits his quarters and the next shot is him entering the bridge the equinox well, that's the bridge, bridge. oh yeah he's talking to gilmore right yeah and gilmore well, oh i gilmore... thought it was the engine but some of the set to see this is part of the thing is they created the equinox out yeah. of i think a bridge that they built for the equinox or yes. a repurposed something yeah but then they used other places like certain hallways or I think uh, Ransom's quarters was probably that that utility room across from the mess hall. Yeah, that we used a lot. Like I, I sometimes was like, "Wait, am I on Voyager? Am I on the Equinox? Am yeah. I on the the bridge?" And there was so much damage; it was hard to tell. It's so, hard to tell. And anyway. my my notes, I thought it was Ransom's ready room, like the captain's ready room, right off the bridge, off the bat. And, yeah, yes. and he takes off the synaptic simulator walks out of the ready room and that's where Gilmore is on the bridge saying, oh, and Gilmore says, how is the beach? And Ransom says, Hey, how is, uh, you know, this, these programs on the simulator are people yeah. in there? Are they the supposed simulator? to have yeah. people in there? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. no, no, no yeah. people, just landscapes. Yeah. And then she asks why. And he goes, eh, forget it. <laughs> he doesn't even yeah. bring, he doesn't, he doesn't like, even... I would bring this up with my crew member. Like, Hey, I'm seeing people on here. What is this? But he doesn't yeah. do it. He doesn't no. do it at all. Next we go to a planet surface and there's Lessing with his away team. That of one person. One person. <laughs> exactly. Remember, skeleton crew. Your away team is only one other person. All right. Lessing's walking through the Malibu uh, hills. Is that, is that Los Virginis Canyon? Over I there? feel like it's Malibu Canyon <laughs> yeah. or Los Virginis, but yeah. they probably shot that the same day they did the ocean shots with yes. Seven of Nine. That would make, yeah. Like, so somewhere yeah. Topanga, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Topanga Canyon. So they're walking down a hillside. And... Walking down a hillside. He's uh, He says, this reminds me of McKinley Park back home. And then he starts telling a story, like multiple stories. And I was like, this is, he's a talker, Lessing. He just went, he he never talked like that before. And all of a sudden he's so verbose with his, uh, yeah. Well, because the crewman can't talk. Yeah, they, that's if, right. They, if they, they give him lines, they, they got to pay him 
like a lot That's more money. Right. So, so basically, it, it's one long lessing monologue. Is what it's it a is. long monologue, and he's just babbling, bubba da bubba da bubba da bubba. Boy, yeah. he talks a lot. And anyway. it's important to mention he does at the very beginning of the scene on his tricorder. He had, he does detect a vein of ore that they have to go and mine for, yes. and then he goes into his monologue about but McKinley then, Park. Yeah, yes. they split up a little bit, and the other half of the away team gets gets basically cold cocked with a phaser rifle. And then my notes, I write down, is that Paris? Yeah, that is was that, Tom. That, was is that is Tom? Oh yeah, it is. That's me. So you do remember that doing that? I don't that? remember it, <laughs> but I could see it was I kept me. rewinding it and I was like, yeah, but his hair is darker than Robbie's. So I mm. thought that maybe it wasn't you. No, okay. it was me. All right. It was me, me All and right. Chakotay. And then Chicote comes out and uh, stuns Lessing, the monologuist. Yeah, and uh, knocks him down. And then he says, four to beam up." So we've got some. We got some hostages. So we take yeah. these guys up. Yeah, we go back to the Equinox Bridge. Yeah, and Gilmore is getting some kind of subspace message. Yeah, it's the Doctor, and basically the Doctor spills the beans. He's like, "It's hey. evil EMH, evil it's Equinox evil. Yes. EMH, evil Doc." Mm-hmm. And he's sending a subspace message saying, hey, Voyager, um, you know, uh, has found you. They found mm-hmm. you. They polarized their yeah. hull to mask their approach is what evil doctor tells uh, Ransom. And that Janeway has also ordered an ambush of the away team. And then the transmission becomes garbled and then completely ends. Ransom says, bring him back up again. Can't bring up uh, the doctor, evil doctor. So then he calls to the away team to see if uh, Noah will respond. No response. No Gilmore response. scans scans the planet surface and realizes that they're not down they're there gone. longer. They're gone. Yep. So Ransom calls all hands to battle stations. He's ready. Battle to, stations. Ready to fight. Yeah. Here we go for our first battle of this episode. Mm-hmm. Voyager's coming in thirty thousand kilometers in range. She uh, she says target their power core. Yes. Going to go after their engines first and their mm-hmm. power core. Uh, we go back to space and we see Voyager kind of coming in in a cool, like twisty move as they yeah. fire yeah. from behind. Yeah. This is their ambush. Ransom returns fire. Chakotay asks Torres for a status report. She can't locate their shield grid generator and asks Chakotay if more power can be diverted to the sensors. He says, stand by. And at that point, another hit from the Equinox damages our deflector. Tuvok tells Janeway, hey, if this goes offline, we're going to be vulnerable to the alien attacks because that's how Janeway has been repelling these attacks by boostering boostering our shields with the deflector pulses. So Janeway says to target their weapons array. We jump back onto the Equinox bridge. Their phasers are now offline. So mm-hmm. Ransom orders a full array of photon torpedoes. But Burke says... Bolana's trying to bypass their security protocols. So your girlfriend is trying to hack into their into their system. Yes, and she Rans- is. Yeah, she's doing really well. Ransom orders Burke to stop her. So then she opens up a comm link directly to Burke Station. Let's pause here for a moment. Sure. Bolana opens a comm link. She says, computer, open a, a private comm link or something, secure comm link to yeah. Workstation 33 Beta. How, How does she know? heck... <laughs> Does she know where his workstation is? Have okay. they been talking behind my back? I hate to tell you He's this, a but creeper or I, a stalker or something. Yeah, or they know each other so well, she know, she just can sense what workstation Jeez, he's at. That was creepy. I have to Paul, you know, I have to say that this is yeah. this is uh, not good for Tom Paris. If it's they have not that looking kind good when she when she knows where his workstation is. Yes. 
Anyway, she's pleading with him to stop. She's like, look, this is not a game. People are dying over here. And he says, well, I wish you weren't one of the people dying. And he's so casual about it. He, he calls her BLT again. BLT. Yeah. 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 And transmission. So he just shuts her out. Um, he's bad guy. He's he bad news. Is. I don't know really, why she ever dated him. I don't really, understand. <laughs> so I we're don't. back on the Voyager bridge. Janeway says to keep targeting their weapons array. One more photon torpedo will probably do the trick. And their weapons are down. And Janeway orders Ransom to surrender his vessel. And we, we cut back into the Equinox Bridge. And he says to, uh, he asks if they, if they still have thrusters, which they do. And he says, lay in a course for the planet's atmosphere. So he figures this is the way to, to evade Janeway. So Janeway, back on the Voyager Bridge, says, what the hell is he doing? And she orders Tom to follow him. Our shields are weakening as we're going in through this planetary surface. It's just kind of buffeting our shields. Chicote says that we will be attacked by the aliens if we lose our shields. And Janeway doesn't even listen. She doesn't we even keep... respond. And he respond. stands up. He goes, Captain! Captain! He yells. He yells at her. Um, Captain! You could be Yeah, this is a suicide mission. Captain! Can I hear Captain! You? That's pretty good. Captain! Yeah. Yeah, it's a suicide mission. There, But by the way, a couple of things come to mind. This was a very, I love the, how the camera worked. They must've put those motors that vibrated because it was doing the really fast shuttering. Yes. yes. And there was so much uh, liquid nitrogen and smoke and sparks and things. It was really quite cool. And the long lenses that sort of compressed all of that action was very cool. Yeah. Um, Very much so. Eventually Janeway's like, we're going to die. She pulls us out. By the way, she breaks off the pursuit. I thought we were the most modern ship around. How can this science ship that should barely be able to make it? Janeway says earlier, like, I don't even know how you've made it this far. And how can they go into this dangerous atmosphere? And they're fine. They can survive it. I guess they had the shielding enhancers or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's a special Nova class science starship i guess so we it just has, <laughs> it has extra shields for descending through planet uh, down to the planet's surface that's what yes. it has to be yes. clearly um so she breaks off her pursuit and once that happens we're back on the equinox bridge ransom is informed that voyagers pulled pulled up and they have suffered major uh damages and so then he says okay let's pull up as well and now let's go to warp Let's go to warp, which they Let's do. Go on yeah. the run again. Mm. They go on the they go on the run. So we're back onto the Voyager bridge after they've gone to warp. Janeway wants to pursue, but Harry says, "Look, we cannot until we restore primary systems. We must restore the primary systems, and this will take a few hours of work." Janeway's not happy, but she says, "Well, at least we came away with something." And so now we go now to we cargo go to bay. cargo bay mm. and there's Lessing in handcuffs. Yeah. And they basically have the standoff scene where, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's just a great standoff scene. I thought Rick and Kate both played it very grounded and real and intense. And I, tension I was, was palpable. Really, yeah. yeah. But she basically says, if you don't help us out, I'm going to drop the uh, shields in this cargo bay in this yep. room. Yep. And then those aliens are going to come in and kill you. You want, you want to die? Yeah. The aliens will pay, your friends will pay you a visit. Yeah. She's willing to let him die. He still won't do it. No. no. And uh, and so she leaves. She starts to walk out and Chakotay follows her out in the hallway. But she does tell Noah, she says, guess what? The comm is active. So we'll be right outside if you you change change your mind. Yeah. You have a change of heart. Just say something. 
we'll we'll stop it immediately. Yeah. And he does he just he's he remains steadfast. He doesn't want to yep. do anything. Yep. And Chicote runs out in the hall with her, and he was Beltran was mad. He I mean, was he so was angry. Planning, he was really yeah. angry. Oh my gosh. He's like, and he just, should be just, angry. He should be he, angry. Yeah, he's yeah. defending this guy, saying, You're yeah. gonna kill him. And he's yeah. he was just a loyal officer. He doesn't want to let Janeway kill him. I yeah. mean, she's, he she's, says, Don't do this, don't do this. And she keeps yeah. saying he'll he'll break. He'll break like she doesn't in her mind. She's not going to kill him because she feels like he's going to go ahead and say, OK, I'll tell you what's going on. And but Chakotay sees differently. He sees that she has this crazy look in her eye, just this obsessed look. And there's not it's, it's almost as if she's possessed. That's what it is. It's a yeah. possession. It's she's a got, numbness. It's yeah, like this com- cold. Oh, my goodness. Numbness. You start to hear those noise, those fissures. Yeah, sounds, the fissures are yeah, about to and open. Chakotay runs over and opens up the cargo bay door, runs inside, grabs Lessing, brings him back. So he saves him. And well, he says, actually, oh. he tries to reactivate the shields first. Right. And then he it tries, says you yeah. need a level nine authorization. So Janeway's already encrypted it. it. Yeah. Th- so that at that point, he's like, I can't take this anymore. And that's when he runs in there with his phaser, yeah. shoots at the fisher, pulls Lessing out and then basically throws him up against the wall and says, OK, you have demonstrated your loyalty to your captain. Now let's talk about the Ankari. He's basically like undermined the captain's plan, in a way. and yeah. he's he's brought him out and said, "No, let's do my plan. Let's, let's talk do my about plan." The exactly, and the look and that Janeway gives, look, oh, and then the, she steps between them the in look, silence. The look of death. Look at yeah. death. Walks away. Walks and away. That was very intense. Very intense. Uh, scene. We go to the briefing room, and Janeway is off by the window by herself. You don't see and her she, yet. You don't see her. The, you no, see you the camera? Yeah, the shot is on Torres so hands, first. Yeah. Hands from it, Bolana. It's, it's a great it's a great shot. It's a great shot. Yeah, Torres asking if the if there's an Ankari vessel less than if there's an Ankari vessel less than 2 light years away, how come we haven't detected it? Chicote says apparently they use a type of propulsion that makes them difficult to find and that's when the camera lands on Janeway and, and she's, she's still all the look of death herself. is still there. It's still there. She hasn't let go of that that feeling and that anger and that numbness and it's just it's it's really scary to see her like that well sure. it also was weird to see chakotay running the room like yeah, yeah it seemed like he was taking over yeah he gives everybody their orders of what to do and then he yeah, says he does. okay he does all dismissed yeah it's almost like he it, it was an unspoken mutiny in a way you know yeah. it's kind of like well i'm gonna just take my plan and um you're too you're too crazed right now with your hunt for ransom that I need to take control. And he even He's talks about taking over. Yeah. 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 He says Lessing has also agreed to adjust our sensors to help find the Ankari. And at that point, we have Equinox EMH. No one knows it's him, but you know, clearly the audience knows it's him. He asks, yeah. has our prisoner disclosed any other information? At which point someone says that he has not. And so everyone is dismissed. Everyone has to work on repairs. Janeway stays to tell Chicote that she will try it his way. And that even though they have had disagreements in the past, he has never openly defied her. And that's when he says, you almost killed a man today. And she comes back and says, well, you know, it, they, they go back and forth until finally- Go back says, and forth arguing. It's not about, yeah. He says, it isn't about rules and regulations. It's about right and wrong. And then he warns her that if she crosses the line again like that, he's not going to allow it. So basically- 
he's he's saying he's threatening her. Yeah. And she she takes that threat as very real. And she walks up and relieves him of duty, which I was absolutely shocked. I was like, what what just happened? Holy moly. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So so much t- drama at this point. Lots of lots I feel of JC shippers are just crying. They're crying Tears right now. They're, yeah, all of them are so sad to see this. Very and sad. Let's face it, every couple has arguments, but boy, this was this was a. <laughs> I don't know how you go past this. How do you how do you get past this type of yeah. craziness? Um, exterior space shot of Voyager pursuing a vessel. We don't know, but we assume it's the Ankari. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on the Voyager bridge. There's no response from the Ankari ship. So Janeway just orders a tractor beam. Tuvok actually protests. Tuvok, she says, yeah, he says, hey, they've done nothing. done nothing to, and then she cuts him off. Just do it. Just do it. She's and, mad yeah, still. They cut over, camera cuts over to Harry's reaction. Even Harry's shocked by how harsh yeah. Janeway has become. And now we have the Ankari on the view screen. Uh, and unbeknownst to me, it's Eric Steinberg, <laughs> almost Ensign Kim Eric Steinberg, who's on screen. And he basically says that he ha- he wants nothing to do with them. Yeah, he says, know? Starfleet, leave us alone. There's nothing yeah. of value here. Get out of here, Starfleet. <laughs> yeah. He thinks yeah. they're all the same. Right. And she's basically, yeah. she's not like, us. you know, yeah. it's not us. It's the yeah. Equinox. And you need to summon those spirits. You need to call them in here and tell and- them what's going on. And he goes, I'll call them. But you're gonna have you're to gonna have to, to tell them and convince you're gonna them have exactly. to convince them exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go to Cargo Bay. Okay, why do we go there? Why didn't we just call them on the bridge? Why do we have to go to Cargo Bay to I do this? Maybe it makes no it sense. Made no sense. And also, this scene, I did not like the scene very no, much. No, the way it was staged and just the, how it looked, it was just annoying. It was a weird three shot that just yes. it was, and the the tadpoles just kept flying in circles. Yeah, they, and, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Here this is a weird scene, but they do. Call, they summon the alien spirits, the huge mm-hmm. tadpoles. Yeah, uh, they keep flying in circles. They basically try to talk to them. Um, also, I got to say, I didn't love the makeup on this Ankari. It's not my favorite makeup because it didn't move with Eric's face. Yeah, it didn't. It was just well, a big they rubber. Were, but there were. Did you see there was a gap for where the mouth was, and his actual mouth was recessed from the in, hole yeah. inside. So that it was. Um, I. It was a very ambitious design that maybe just did not translate as well on camera i think well it's funny because we do on resident alien we do a full head prosthetic on alan tudor correct but we we try to leave a little bit around here yeah and then we also spend a lot of money and time doing facial enhancements in post-production so we'll do vfx eyebrows raising because the, oh. the, the rubber mask can't do anything oh it's just, okay you know what I mean? Yeah. And so a little bit of that goes a long way, but I don't ever remember us doing that kind of facial enhancement on, on our prosthetics no. where we would, we would make the rubber kind of move in move, ways that yeah. felt more animated. We didn't do that. No, so it could have mm-hmm. used it in this scene. Definitely. It was, it was the, the whole, the shot was static. The makeup was kind of, you know, static. It wasn't really expressive. And yeah. I agree. They go back and forth. The aliens kind of don't agree, don't believe Janeway. And the funny thing is, <laughs> the Janeway says, "Do they understand us?" And the Ankari captain's like, "Yep, sure enough." So the the tadpoles don't need a universal translator. They can understand Janeway and her English very clearly, but yet we don't understand their screeches. But after going back and forth, they go back and forth. Tuvok says, "Look, we will punish them. They've done this. Yeah, you know, they've been they've." done this wrong yeah and we will punish them we promise no. but the they the just want them tadpoles to die. don't no. believe it nope 
even Janeway says, you know, we have rules, we have federation rules that they have broken. They've disregarded yeah. these rules. Yeah. And if they can, if, if these aliens, the tadpoles will just stop attacking them, they are going to take care of this. Right. And the tadpoles don't want it. They say, listen, we just want Equinox. We want you to deliver us Equinox. And basically Janeway, she agrees. She's like, sure. And Tuvok protests. Tuvok's like, wait a minute. You're going like, to give yeah. them the Equinox and the crew? They're, they're going to be killed immediately. And at that point, Janeway pulls rank again. And she says, hey, if you'd like to join Chakotay in the brig, keep at it. You know, and yeah. it's just like, oh, my gosh, look how harsh she's. she's so finally, finally, the aliens are like, yep, we'll take it. We'll take the deal. We'll take it. We will yeah, stop yeah. attacking you if you give us Equinox. And that is, again, another stunning turn of events. She's we going to a dark that. place. Yeah, so dark. We go out to space. Uh, Equinox flies by. We cut into the Equinox bridge. Yeah. Burks tells Ransom that they only have enough fuel <laughs> yeah. uh, for Were another you... 500 light years. They're going to this... need some more fuel. Right. And this is an important scene because you it, it shows us how far down the dark side Burke has gone, that he's actually gone past Ransom. And now Ransom is heading Ransom's back going, towards the light. Yeah, Ransom says, oh, by fuel, do you mean it? Yeah. the dead aliens? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More dead aliens. That's what we need. Yeah. Yes. That's... And Burke says, yeah, the dead aliens. And we're going to need to, you know, uh, murder some more. We're going to mm-hmm. need to kill some more because we need some fuel. So yeah, that's yeah. that scene. We go into sick bay. Equinox and, sick bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Equinox sick bay. And uh, our doctor, our altered doctor, uh, who's lost, our real doctor, who's lost his um, ethical protocols, Yeah, is doing this detailed brain surgery. And he's singing, Oh My Darling Clementine. Mm-hmm. But then when he's touching different parts of her brain, she's finishing the sentences. She has a beautiful voice, by the way. Her she voice does. is really pretty. She does. And, you know, she talks about that her voice isn't that good. And I'm like, come on, Jerry, you have a great singing voice. Yeah, she's Don't got even... a great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, re- it was very cute. Ransom mm-hmm. enters and he's feeling really guilty. Uh, and again, says, I, I didn't have a choice. I didn't have yeah. a choice in this. He asks how much longer. The doctor says, about an hour, maybe less. And the doctor does offer to teach him the songs. Yeah, that's what he said <laughs> at the very end. He's like, you know, I can teach you these old. Yeah, because I'm going to need somebody. Chestnuts. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. need somebody to, she's to gonna duet be with because she's no going to be good. a vegetable. She's going to be a, a zucchini and that's it. So yeah, yeah. I need your help. Ransom doesn't respond to that. He's feeling a little guilt and he leaves. I love that uh, shadow on the wall, by the way, as he's leaving. There was this. Oh, like, yeah. You I didn't can see this that. really hard shadow of him as he's that. sort of, you know, torn between his dark yeah. side. And I don't yeah. know, it was a nice little metaphor for mm-hmm. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We go to what I think is Ransom's quarters, but you might be right. It might be the ready room. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he goes and picks up this synaptic simulator. I thought it was a cool rack focus. It, you know, kind of racks, rack focus. The focus goes to the. Uh, synaptic simulator in the front yeah. Yeah. in the foreground yeah and then we go back to the ocean yeah but this time there's the the blonde woman but it pushes in and we realize she turns around it is it's seven. seven yeah did you notice she was barefoot out there and i was thinking yeah ouch like yeah. she's standing out in malibu those rocks can be rough out there and she's standing out there barefoot so uh, and her cadence was much more human like she wasn't she didn't have her her seven, her Borg yeah. stuff. Yeah, she didn't speak she was like, like human state seven. your name. She didn't, she wasn't state no, your name. No, it was nice seven. to see. Yeah. It was nice to see 
a, a little more. She still had some formality to her, but it was yeah. much more relaxed than usual. Yeah, and he and, asked her what she's doing there. She says, yeah, hiding, just hiding. like you. <laughs> I'm, I'm hiding, just yeah. like you. And, um, you know, I, and he's like, well, I'm not hiding. She goes, yes, you are. And a little bit more dialogue between the two. And then Seven eventually morphs into one of the tadpole aliens. Turns who, into a tad, giant evil tadpole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bridge calls for him. Yes, that's right. At this Interrupted point. by Burke. Mm-hmm. Burke says Janeway's found them again. That's right. We go uh, onto the Equinox Bridge. And Voyager is 58,000 kilometers away, closing in fast. Burke, Burke says, hey, we can hide in this class two nebula. Yeah. It's not that far away. Mm-hmm. Ransom's like, nope. Nope. He says, I want to cooperate with Chainway. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, he's beginning to see the light. And then, of course, he Burke says, is, Burke we is need like, to find another what? way, which is exactly what Seven said. Find yes. another way. Yeah. And the minute he says that he wants to cooperate with Janeway, Burke sort of does a Scooby-Doo. He doesn't understand what's happening. And um, he says, uh, 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 wait, is it Ransom who hails Janeway? Yeah. So Ransom Ransom says, hail Janeway. Janeway. Burke says, belay that order. Raise shields. He says, belay that order, raise shields. He takes command. Yeah. He grabs Ransom. Well, actually, Ransom relieves Burke of duty first, right? So then that's when Burke pulls his phaser and says that he's taking command. So um, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be relieved of duty. He orders Ransom to be taken to the brig. Gilmore apologizes. Marla says sorry and escorts him off the bridge. Burke now orders a secure channel to be open to Voyager's sick bay. He wants to secret channel. Yeah. He wants to talk to the doctor. Yeah. Secret channel. We cut to sick bay docks. Ducks evil doc, treating evil, some, doc. evil ducks treating someone, and I love how when he gets the, you know, the secure line call, he he leaves the dying guy and takes his tool and just sort of tosses it. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I got to answer the phone, and he tosses. And I, my first thought was, how many tricorders did I break just tossing them? I don't yeah. know if it was a tricorder yeah. or something else, but I was like, I hope we talk to, talk to props about that because you can't just <laughs> throw these things no, around. They're no, they're delicate for sure. And the, the, you know, the whole reason why Burke has reached out to Evil Doctor is because he wants Voyager's current shield frequency, yes. which will help in terms of the battle, the fight that is about to happen. And we're in the Equinox engineering room. Ransom says, hey, this isn't the brig. And Gilmore, Marla, says, I know. I'm with you, sir. Let's figure out a way to oh. end this. So they both see the light. And Ransom says, okay, let's, uh, let's figure out how to access transporter control. We jump back yep. to the bridge, the Voyager bridge, and Paris says they are dropping out of warp. And sick bay, the doctor gives Burke the Voyager shield frequency, evil doctor that is. We're back on the Voyager bridge, and they get through our shields, which causes some major damage. J- Janeway says, "You know, let's get us out of range and let's remodulate Re- shields. Remodulate these yeah. shields. What's going on? That's Burke weird. is relentless. Burke says." Pursue, maintain fire. He doesn't want to let Voyager out of his sight, so he's still coming at Voyager. We're getting, well, if he's we're, got, we're he's got the spy on board. Yeah, we get the dead gum spy. So yeah, he knows everything, right? He keeps penetrating the shields. We keep yep. having these big blasts. Yep. I did notice that uh, Kate had really big hair because she kept like when Kate does her shakes. Yeah, she sort of like rocks forward. Yeah, with her she head does eighties metal rocker. You yeah, know? she does the hair flip back, so her yeah. hair kept getting bigger and bigger and, and bigger. bigger. It was it was just all over the place. Our weapons have been taken out. Tuvok says he's been rotating the shield frequency every 10 seconds. He doesn't understand what's happening. 
Paris then tells us we've lost impulse engines. So the Voyager is taking so much damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we get interrupted with an incoming transmission from Ransom. Ransom? And, oh, what? He's there. He's there. Finally. He tells, he tells us on the bridge that Burke has mutinied. Yeah. And basically, Janeway trusts him. Like, he, yeah. he lays it all on the table. She thinks for a minute. Yeah. And then she says, okay. Yeah. Uh, I believe you. Right. And she, I think she says something like he may have forgotten that he's a captain for a little while. Yeah. But now he, he's remembering. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. So he's Just, willing to give up the Equinox basically. Yeah. And he can beam everyone onto Voyager is what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we jumped to the Equinox bridge. Burke realizes that someone is trying to beam them off of uh, the Equinox. And so he calls for force fields and we jump to Equinox he puts Engineering. Force fields, I think, just around the around bridge. Around the bridge alone. Yeah, just, just around the bridge. Just around exactly. the bridge. Force yeah. fields around the bridge. Uh, Ransom orders Gilmore to transport herself and a couple crew members along with Seven of Nine. Right. While, and that he will he take, take care of Max. He's going to yeah. stay there and take care of the ship's shield grid. So uh, we cut to the transporter room. And in the transporter room, we see them beam in and there's seven on the ground. Seven's back on our ship. Now, the assumption is when she beams in, so does the doctor. Correct? Like he must, our good doctor is also beamed over. Right? I would think so. Yes. Yeah. Well, he, he does come back on our ship. So exactly. So they don't show that scene of what happened in terms of putting his. This is another sub, part of the doctor. Like, where is his program living? Yeah. I, I don't know. Was it in sick bay on the bad ship and that he was being hollow projected in sick bay? He doesn't have the mobile emitter anymore. So. Because Evil Doctor has that. Yeah, you know what? So he wouldn't have been able to have been. This is what I'm saying. Okay, so next scene. Let's go to the next scene. Okay, Doc. Okay, Doc has returned. Yeah. So now Evil Doctor's still working, trying to give the codes away. Yeah. But Good Doctor walks in, confronts Evil Doctor. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. says my ethical subroutines have been restored, and Evil Doctor threatens to blow out all of the hollow emitters in the room because he's planted these these charges. charges. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand. He said he made a copy of himself, or he says that later on. Okay, maybe who who did, said that? Does that not not good, in this scene. Good doctor. Maybe it's in another scene. Not in this scene because yeah, because no. right when he says I'm going to blow up the entire and I'll ruin your, you know, I'll destroy he your says, program. Computer you delete delete the Equinox EMH. Yeah. And I thought, boy, that was easy. You know, that was, that was so easy. quick and easy to just end his existence. Basically, he so, deleted I, him. Yeah, he's done. He's finished. Um, and then he does say to the unless he's in the, the trash Equinox, file. By he could the way. be in the he could be he in could the, be trash in the trash. File. You could recover him. You could probably recover him. That's true. He <laughs> does, and then he calls the Equinox Bridge. Good yeah. doctor does, and he says, "I'm afraid your doctor is no longer on call." <laughs> Another funny I, line there. I love yeah. that line. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ransom tells Burke. Yeah, that he's dropped the shields around the ship, except for the, the sh- everywhere except for the bridge and his location, basically. And yep. he's, he suggests that he and the rest of the bridge crew beamed a Voyager. Uh, Burke and the bridge crew, well, Burke basically says, no, uh, why? Beam over there so I can be in the brig for the next 30 years. So his FO, his first officer basically says, look, um, what are we going to do? And Burke says, we're going to go to a shuttle. We're going to run to a shuttle. Because we're not going to make it. He's like, yeah, we're going to make it. So they leave the bridge, and now we see a shot of Equinox engineering. The aliens are are coming through, and they're they're buffeting their warp core and, and you know doing damage there. Yeah. Now we're out in the hallway of the Equinox, which I think is that hallway because they round a corner, but it looks like the hallway between the mess hall and that other room that looks like the mess hall on the other yeah. side. Mm-hmm. That's it. Was our hallway redressed? Yeah, redressed. And uh, Burke is leading the remaining bridge crew down down our redressed hallway. They're headed to the shuttle bay. 
They've got uh, phaser rifles with them. They're the, the, the fissures start opening up everywhere. Yeah. They're firing yeah. left and right. And eventually they all turn to mummies. Like they can't, they're just overwhelmed. There's no, there's no. And more once again, fields. Burke is just barely touched by one alien. He's completely. He's mummified. a mummy. Yeah. Yep. So are you happy? Are you happy that Burke mummified? I'm very happy. You didn't have to deal with them anymore. Ex-boyfriends should be <laughs> mummies. Um, okay. The bridge now. Voyager bridge. Voyager bridge. Harry yeah. says there's only one life sign left on the ship. So yeah, these aliens have gotten everybody except for Ransom. Yeah. Ransom comes um, on the view screen. Comes on the, He says uh, things didn't work out as yeah. he planned. He says yeah. he, he basically says he's going to fly away. And uh, his ship's about to explode. He's got to get a safe distance away from from uh, Voyager so it doesn't damage their ship. But Janeway does offer to beam him aboard. Yeah, she, she says, says get off the ship. Um, just set it to auto-navigation. And he refuses. He says, no time. So there's a little hey, there you go. Up. Another time reference. He does tell Janeway, you've got a good crew. Get them home, which was a nice little tagline. I mean, he's come back to the light. He's redeemed his character finally. And... He attaches that synaptic simulator one last time. He sees the ocean without seven bothering him. And he ends up um, basically being vaporized once his ship explodes. And we do see an exterior space shot of the Equinox exploding. I had a I had some confusion about this synaptic simulator because at first yeah. it was just landscapes. Yeah. And then he saw seven in there, which was never quite explained if that was a mm. hallucination or if no. she had tapped in somehow. Right. And then in the last scene, he's actually in it. How did that happen? How did <laughs> he was standing on the beach? Like, what are the rules? I don't know. There was a lot There's of rules. There's no rules. There's no But he rules. does explode. We cut back to Janeway, by the way. Did you notice she had her hands like this? Oh, and he had his hands like that too. Yeah. Way, right. So yeah. they both did a, a similar hand thing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Nice I don't know if that was there. directed like that, but very interesting. Yes. We have a captain's log supplemental. Janeway says the aliens have withdrawn to their realm and that she has reinstated Chakotay. He's yep. back as the commander again. Mm -hmm. So now we're in sickbay and the doctor has finished repairing Seven. He expresses a little bit of remorse for his actions on the Equinox. Seven says she understands that his program was altered and she suggests enhancing his program with security protocols to prevent any future tampering. And she says that she can assist him with that. And he says, well, I appreciate that. And she starts walking out of sick bay. And she says, oh, also, by the way, you were off key <laughs> when they were singing Clementine. Yes. And she says that she can also assist him with I, that as I well. I will assist that with you too. Yeah. Yes, I'll assist yeah. you with that too. It felt like a date. It did it because he makes a, an appointment. in, yes. he, And I said date slash appointment in Holodeck 2 with her and a tuning fork. And yes, so he says, just you, me. And a tuning fork. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very kind of flirty and datey. Most definitely. But I do think that Seven helping uh, enhance his safety protocols and fix this inconsistency with his program that he can mm. be here, there, everywhere. All, the, the whole doctor logic to me was it's a very little confusing. Yeah. It's very confusing. We're in the briefing room now and Janeway is just dressing down the Equinox remaining crew. She is basically telling them that they will be stripped of rank, that privileges will be limited, and they will be under constant supervision. They will have to earn our trust since they took advantage of our trust when they first were on the Voyager ship. Yes, and, and she, she goes down the she line. Lists, by the way. Yeah, she lists she everything. Says, Noah, Noah Lessing, Lessing, Marla Gilmore, 
James Morrow, our admiral, his name, yes. and a couple of other names as well. Brian Sofum mm-hmm. and Angelo Desoni. Exactly. But I was like, James Morrow, that's he had mentioned that to us. Our yes. admiral, our, our admiral level patron mm-hmm. uh, had mentioned this to us that there was a CompuServe group. Yeah, CompuServe um, Star Trek group. Star Trek. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was there. And that bulletin well, you know, board that they chat bo- chat room or whatever. Yes, but it, it, this is what he said. If you recall, that the writers of Voyager would often enter this room to sort of, you know, listen to their ideas and like they would ban, you know, they would they would That's bring crazy. up little, yeah, yeah, they would sit there and say, here, here's a pitch for you. Here's a so they were a, a really um, valuable resource for the writers, evidently, and. As an homage to them, as a thank you for their their collaboration or their ideas, they included their some of the names of the people that were in this CompuServe that were Star in the Trek CompuServe group, Star Trek group. James Morrow was James one of them. James yeah. Brian Sofum and Angelo Disoni. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, I loved it. I, I, yeah. I remember. I'd forgotten that he had said it happened in this episode. I was I was really happy to hear yeah. it. Yeah. Um, by the way, so all these people were stripped of rank and kept on on our ship. Why didn't we see Rick Worthy anymore? We never saw them again. Never saw them again. <laughs> I guess they replaced some of our dead crew because we did lose a few people in this episode. Yeah, um, but then they're in the yeah. lower decks at this point. So if they're in the lower decks, we just don't see them anymore. You know, we don't. That's crazy. Which I think would be funny if Lower Decks, the show, actually included yeah, <laughs> these people. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Um, the Equinox crew. Yeah. <laughs> we go to the bridge. They walk out of the briefing room. Yes. So, so they dismiss They're... the Equinox guys. Mm-hmm. And it's just Chicote and Janeway. Awkward. Very, very awkward. awkward. They walk off onto the bridge, which is mm. being repaired. So not a lot of people out there right now. No. Janeway asked, uh, asked how the crew is, and Chicote says, frayed nerves. Neelix is organizing a potluck to help boost morale. Yes. Janeway asks if he's going. Chicote says, yes, he's replicating the salad. Janeway says, I'll bring the croutons. So this is this is her way of breaking the ice getting, a little bit, sort of. Getting right? back together. Yeah, getting yes. back together, yeah. And she says, you know, she, then she gets serious. She says that basically he could have staged a mutiny of his very own. And then Chakotay says that the thought had crossed his mind, but that it would have crossed the line if he had done that. Yeah. And then, you know, Janeway looks over and says, oh, there's Voyager ship plaque on the ground. Which and after is just all these like years, what happened in the first, the part one episode yes. on, the, on the Equinox. Yes. So um, our plaque is falling plaque. just like the Equinox yeah. plaque. And she's a little, she's perplexed because we've had years of battles and it's never fallen down before. But clearly it has fallen down here. And I and my takeaway is that the, it fell because the captain basically both captains went line. across the line and they yeah. went to the dark side. So when you go to the dark side, your ship plaque just poof, pops right off. The that's, wall. What yeah, see, that's what happens. The sh- that's what happens. The ship will let you know if you're <laughs> if you're going too far. Yes. The plaque will just eject yes. itself. And Jacote, the voice of reason, says, let's put it back where it belongs. Which is exactly what she said to yeah, Ransom. On to the Ransom. Show, so. and, and the we end the episode with a with a close-up of Janeway's face, and she's very pensive, and she's probably, probably she's wrestling. She's haunted. Yeah, yeah it was not a definitely. satisfying ending to me. I felt like really. she's changed. But it felt like she changed. But yet, I bet next week when we watch the, the next episode that she's we'll not going to be that changed. <laughs> she's going to be... <laughs> It's the same thing that happens. I bet we never, Tom and Bolana never talk about her ex-boyfriend ever no, again. 
No. Like we just let these episodes happen in a, in, in a bubble and then it goes away. Okay. What's your theme? Do you have a theme for yeah, this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My theme is um, don't let your emotions get the best of you. Because oh, that good. is pretty much what Janeway did and also what Ransom did before Janeway. And I almost feel like Ransom's journey to the dark side was contagious. It just immediately affected Janeway and she became exactly the same thing. So interesting. Yeah. How about you? My theme is some version of listen to people around you. You know, if Janeway mm. had listened a little more, yeah. which is starts with she let her emotions get the best of her but yeah. then she she was unable to listen to anybody and and okay uh, so yeah yeah i guess my other thing would just be to build on that what you just said is just don't have a one track mind you know it's so easy to be so focused on one thing that you don't even you don't look even look at other back. solutions. Hey, you're not even smelling the roses. You got to let you step back for a second and look yeah. at the big picture. Yeah. You're so myopic that you see one solution and one solution only, which is hunt down ransom and end him, you know? And yeah. it's just like, yeah. come on, you know, it's just too much. It's too yeah. much. Okay. You need balance in your life, right? You do. You can't, you can't be obsessed and balance. excessive. Yeah. Yes, we do. What, is. what, what is your rating for this episode? Oh, um, I am going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it a 7.4. Oh, wow. what I'm going to give it. Yeah. Just because I was okay. so confused with what happened with the doctor and, and why Janeway and Chakotay didn't die immediately from being touched by this. So the, those there issues were a lot kind of, of logic me bumps back. to me yes. in this more but, as, as we talked it through, yeah. there were more than I realized. So yeah. maybe my rating is too high. Yeah. But it's still a very exciting episode. I mean, it's the way it was shot and, and, and the acting from all the guest stars. I, I still think it was an entertaining episode uh, or two yeah. episodes at least. I, I think part two was a little better. I think I gave part one an 8.0. Mm-hmm. I gave part two an 8.2. Oh, okay. I, I actually right. thought it was better. It was more satisfying, even, even with all the logic bumps. Okay. okay. Our Admiral and Captain average rating for Equinox part two is 7.7. I was almost going to revise my 7.4 to 7.7. I really, really? was. I'm not going to be Josh and I would have been right on the money because the minute you went 8.2, I was like, oh, my 7.4 is too low. It should be a little bit higher. And I was well, going to go 7.7. 7.4, 8. That's almost right. Oh, in the it's almost right in the middle there. So yeah. there you go. So we, we ended there up together right around where they 7. were. 7.7. There you go. Okay, everybody. That was uh, a big oh, was two-parter in a very dark place. Let's get out of it. Hopefully oh, the next my. one's a comedy, I hope. I. <laughs> you want a comedy? Is that what you want right now, Robbie episode. McNeil? What's oh, more comedy? It's more levity. You know, that would be nice. It would be nice. Okay. Well, thank you to everyone who tuned in for this week's episode. And as Robbie said, hopefully next week's episode will be a comedy. The name of that episode is Survival Instinct, which probably is doesn't, not too comedic. Doesn't but, sound yeah. funny to me. That's not <laughs> no, a funny title. No, not a funny title. But once again, thank you for tuning in. Or if, all if, of- if, the, if the title was instead of Survival Instinct. Yeah. If it was survival stinks, that, that would be the comedy version. Survival stinks is the comedy version or survival instinct is the action version. All right. For all the Patreon patrons out there, please stay tuned for your bonus material.